The SaaS Universe podcast is brought to you by Efficient Capital Labs. Realize your future revenue today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS Universe podcast. Today, Joseph Abraham, founder and CEO of Startup Atom, has a one-on-one with Manoj Agarwal, CEO and founder of Zozo Day. Zozo Day is a rapidly growing multi-product fintech SaaS firm that propels business growth while focusing on human motivation. Tune in and listen on as Joseph explores Manoj's entrepreneurial journey and eventually founding Zozo Day. Enjoy. Hi Manoj, welcome to the SaaS Founders Podcast. So glad to have you today with us. Hey Joseph, thanks. And it's really nice yep, chatting up with you before this uh, you know, podcast recording. So uh, we have a ritual and we ask everybody who comes on our show, which is like, hey, do you have a favorite quote that inspires you, motivates you, or something that inspires you, that makes you get, get out of the bed and, and go ahead and face the world? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a nice story for me. I mean, uh, I never had a quote like that, but uh, okay. two years back, I started thinking that, yes, I, I think um, I, I can have a better uh, day uh, to start with. So my, my son made a small, uh, small little uh, uh, drawing and it's, it's rightly pasted on, on my uh, bedroom. Right. Uh, and it, it's not a quote, it is, it is five words I generally live by. I mean, I try to kind of uh, add these in my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And I'll just tell those five words to you. Uh, uh, one is love. Okay. Uh, respect. Okay. Smile. Wow. Okay. <laughs> help. Wow. And learn. Nice. So, love, respect, smile, help, and learn. I mean, those really yeah. sum up. I mean, life is summed up within this, by the way. <laughs> These five, five elements, absolutely. Great. So, was it like a son's drawing that inspired you in, to come up with these words? So the words were chosen by me, but uh, the idea came from him that he told that, okay, let's paste something in our bedroom. And I told that, yes, I think that's a good idea. And let me paste some words, which I really want to kind of keep reminding me all the time. So that's that's what we did. So before we go to the next question, what's your favorite word out of this five? Uh, the favorite is, I would say, help. Help, okay. Because... Uh, most of the times I have found that uh, if you have a attitude for helping, uh, you you also get the love and the respect and the smile most of the times. Wow, that's that's brilliantly put. Yes, I mean it's 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 more about what what goes around comes around. Absolutely. So helping people, and that's what Zozo Day does. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Zozo Day. I hope I got the pronunciation right. So. What's the product all about? What does it do? And what's the problem you're solving? And who are you helping? Yeah, so um, we we are into the business of uh, rewards, incentives, and payouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this entire uh, rewards and incentives and payouts industry is a huge industry with different use cases, different problem statements. True. Uh, so we started with uh, employees uh, where... Uh, employees right from the time of uh, hiring till the time they retire from a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have different milestones. Uh, 
whether it is their personal milestone like a birthday or an anniversary and it can be a professional milestone like you you are done well at at the company or you you completed one year or you did some awesome uh, work at uh, in your targets and so on right so that is one use case we cover uh, for employee rewards and uh, incentives um and then uh, we added another use case which is around the sales teams mm-hmm. because uh, uh if you talk about sales team they are mostly driven by incentives and commissions when they reach their quotas true now that entire uh, process of uh, quota calculation incentive calculation uh, for a large sales workforce uh is is a very complicated task and that is something which uh, we solve through our uh, platform mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we have our uh, uh rewards and payouts uh, platform which can be plugged into any kind of uh, third party platform like a salesforce or a hubspot or a slack or an sap and so on so right. that you can you can get started directly from these uh, applications without without having to switch to our application right so these are largely the problem statements which we are trying to solve hey that's amazing so you're like in hr space you are in the sales space and also you're on the rewards space which is like really large so very quickly how did you get started and i know you discovered a pain point somewhere down the line uh and you solved that pain point which has now become massive uh and it's like three segments right now so how did you know it there was an attractive enough i mean enough you know business opportunity out there like it made money sense right so how did it start and how did how did it, it is a good idea it's a viable idea yeah so one was uh, when i was working with flipkart way back in 2011 12 i i saw that uh, the entire uh, uh, rewards is a big use case because uh, even flipkart was uh, without without doing anything i mean there was organic uh, business coming to flipkart uh for rewarding use cases mm-hmm. uh and uh, uh from 2012 to 2017 we were doing uh, an experiences and activities business mm-hmm. uh in the form of rewards and incentives uh and uh, while doing that we realized that india is still not very ready uh, as a market when it comes to experiences and activities like adventure etc etc Uh-huh. so instead of just doing experiences and activities we expanded into a very horizontal uh, uh kind of a uh osi fintech play which is uh, not just about that particular category but it can it can cover any kind of category uh and uh, there was there was a good demand from the uh, companies i mean uh, we we acquired almost like 300 clients uh, in in our first year itself wow uh, because uh, most of the players have been very service oriented in this uh, particular uh, segment and right. we started with a very product first approach mm-hmm. uh, very very uh, highly focused upon tech and tech and product and uh, with a very neat ui ux uh, which which really helped us win clients the market is huge i mean um, True. If we go by data, it's a three hundred, four hundred billion dollar market. So right, yeah, it's huge. Awesome. I mean, pivoting can always help. I mean, keep your eyes uh, open and see where uh, the validation comes from. Right. So tell us a little yeah. bit about your team. Right, your founding team, and how have you grown so far? And 
and a little bit about your team yeah so i think uh, i would say that uh, team has been one of our biggest competitive advantages uh, and uh, we we are like a bootstrapped company and uh, whatever we have grown in the last years uh, i would say it's all all the uh, uh, it, it all goes to the team now uh, we we are four founders um, uh, each one of us uh, luckily are very complementary in terms of our skill sets Nice. Uh, I I I take care of product and marketing. My other co-founder he's uh, he's great in engineering, and then there are other two founders which are hardcore sales guys. So awesome. uh, so it it kind of uh, covers the entire uh, circle of uh, typical startup journey. And then apart from four of us, we are very lucky to have a very fantastic team uh, of almost like thirty uh, guys in our leadership team, and overall a team of two hundred guys. Uh, nice. and a very stable and very solid team uh, which which has been helping us grow to what we are today that's that's great manoj i mean very quickly when you hire for somebody what do you look for that's a great question uh because nowadays we all 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 are talking about talent war and yep all <laughs> so there is a perennial cold war in terms of talent which is going on true uh, and then which is which is also created by i mean uh, different reasons by companies themselves true but uh, when it comes to hiring in our case uh, we generally hire for attitude first mm-hmm. because uh, aptitude is no longer a differentiator nowadays because aptitude is becoming com- commoditized i mean uh, it's easy to learn skills uh, because there are so many sources it's easy to kind of uh, uh, if you compare it 20 years back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there is a scarcity of attitude these days uh, the the typical uh, attitude which i talked about in the in the first question which is like love respect help yeah. those kind of things so uh, and 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 finally the ethics and loyalty because because that is what can build a great company uh, irrespective of funds and all those things so we generally look for attitude first and uh, and atti- aptitude uh, is 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 easy to check i mean you you can check it by standard questions but attitude uh, is what what really matters absolutely i mean no denial about it so i mean skill can always be developed but i mean attitude is and something that it's as well not we, there yeah we we have also made a small checklist which is which we call as a 5 p's wow okay uh, so we check for uh, passion uh, perseverance uh, then how how is his background and knowledge into products uh, i mean our our sector and yep. then is this person very uh, profit centric or is he just like uh, looking into vanity metrics Come and back. then then about planning and processes so these are these are the piece which we generally look at yeah, those are really nice piece by the way i mean <laughs> very neatly put yep so i mean uh, the the last two piece were very uh, surprising for me because i never heard it from anybody right so the, the profit centricity and uh, you know this person is going to be looking at processes and planning wow i mean that's that's brilliant great so Let's quickly switch gears to your product. And so, how many customers do you have now? In your first year, you had about three hundred customers, which is amazing. I mean, that's that's like crazy validation right there, right? So, uh, so fast forward today, 
how many customers do you have so we we acquire almost like one customer every day and wow. uh, today today as we speak we uh, we are working with close to 1000 clients in different parts of the world awesome and so let's go back to your early days uh, you got your 100 customers fantastic 12 months but how did you get your first 10 customers i mean how did you cross the chasm so the good part was uh, three of us as founders we came from uh, work experience so each one of us had our decent network uh, both from uh, our uh, academics as well as from our uh, work experience so that is what we leveraged i mean we reached out to friends and families and uh, uh, and then i would say we were lucky to uh, crack those customers through through our network so that was really helpful hey that's that's really nice so you in a certain first and then you went all guns blazing you know beyond that so share a moment if you can go back i mean uh, we love stories i personally love stories and i'm pretty sure all our listeners also love stories so going back um, you know in time can you actually share a moment where as as a founding team you all came together you had an emotion that hey this business is validated we we are really doing the right thing right so uh can you take us to the moment where that happened the moment of epiphany or something like that if you can share with us yeah i would say i would say two moments uh, mm-hmm. one is uh, uh since we had uh, uh, two founders who were into sales right so uh, we, we generally used to say that who will outdo the other guy okay so my uh, so one of my founders he got uh, a very big contract from cognizant Mm-hmm. uh and uh, that was really amazing and uh, that that was uh, a great uh, great moment for us and then my other co- other founder says that okay let me let me do better than this okay <laughs> and uh, then this guy gets even a bigger uh, contract from siemens wow so uh, those were really moments where uh, i mean uh, uh, Both, both the founders had a very healthy kind of way to kind of increase the sales and have that spirit and uh, and when we started winning contracts against our competitors in the us market mm-hmm. uh, that was a moment of pride for us because uh, because that is when we realized that yes i mean uh, we we are better in terms of our product uh, and then sure. we can win contracts against some of the best competitors in the us absolutely true i mean nothing like that so in this whole process i'm pretty sure building the product like gaining customers and uh building a team you know all this requires you, you to actually raise funds you know even though you make revenue so uh talk a little bit about funds right so have you raised any funds and what is the process like uh you know i do see that you have raised funds but i just wanted to understand like what is the process like for you uh and um tell us or walk us through the whole journey for us yeah so um i mean uh, some of us came from uh, business backgrounds as business right. family so uh, unlike lot of other entrepreneurs we really did not uh, run after funding as such uh, because we wanted to build a fundamentally strong business first mm-hmm. and then we assumed that uh, whenever we need the fund uh, and if we are doing good the fund will automatically come in uh, right right so uh we we raised a small uh, uh, amount half a million dollar in our first avatar when we were doing experiences and activities kind of a business mm-hmm. uh 
we raised it from a couple of angels and Mahindra Holidays because Mahindra Holidays also wanted to enter into the business of experiences and activities. Right. Right. But uh, in our later avatar, which is from 2018, mm-hmm. uh, when we started doing uh, the SaaS business for uh, rewards, incentives, and payouts, that has been completely bootstrapped. So the last three and a half years journey is completely bootstrapped. And uh, today we are doing a revenue of around 5 million ARR, uh, which is uh, which is completely bootstrapped. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. an awesome story, man. I mean, I mean, uh, it's 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 really resonating with me because there's a very big myth that if you are a SaaS company, you have to raise money, and I think that becomes like a mantra that a lot of them actually think that they have to have it. I think you proved it wrong by saying you can have a bootstrap business um, and still make it big, you know, just just by revenue. So I mean, it's it's really really uh, heartfelt reson- you know, resonating statement that I'm able to hear from you, right? So. Um, Likely to raise in the future. I mean, what's what's it like? I mean, what does the landscape look like, and what are the macro factors playing? You know, uh, in, yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah. So one is we are extremely capital efficient and uh, uh, good, and then we are also growing quite well uh, month on month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I mean, uh, we we might be or we I would say we will go aggressive in the market to raise a fund, especially for our international growth. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't need any funds for our day-to-day operations, uh, but uh, uh, if we get a fund to uh, accelerate our growth, so for ex- from say X to 10X, mm-hmm. uh, that would be great because uh, if we do it bootstrapped, it might take seven to eight years. If we take okay. a fund and do it, it might reduce our time timeline. So that would be that would be a good one. Awesome. So now. It comes to an important section, you know, which is a rapid fire section. So I'm going to ask you like quick questions and let's see like what you have to share, you know, with our listeners. So number one, is there a book that you're reading right now and uh, are any blog or anybody that you're reading right now? That's that's something that's really like helping you grow. Yeah, I love reading. And uh, right now I'm reading a book by Sadhguru. Uh, the book is uh, titled Death. Oh, awesome. Okay. Interesting. Great. And the next question is, is there a founder you're following or studying or, you know, closing or watching from close quarters? I, I don't follow a particular person as such, uh, but I observe uh, whoever comes across. So right from my, my own family, which is a family of businesses, my father himself. Awesome. And uh, people as small as the street vendors and as big as uh, Bill Gates, uh, I... I try to kind of, so when I'm on the street, I even talk to those small shopkeepers and those are also great, great uh, people to learn from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Question number three, you know, do you have a favorite online tool that you use every day, uh, you know, at Zozo Day? See, Google is uh, the default choice, but I would say Google is an outlier because every single person will say the same thing. Right. So let me not give the credits to Google, but I would say uh, we are big fans of HubSpot and uh, we awesome. love the way they have built the product. Yeah. Right. So you do you use HubSpot at Zozo Day? Yeah, yeah, very heavily. Wow, wow. And uh, the fourth question is how many hours of sleep do you get? Because this is a question I ask every founder because I just want to bust a few myths and, and just want to understand if, if the myth is true. 
I have a very healthy lifestyle. I I sleep a very healthy sleep of at least seven to nine hours every single day. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. I doubt if I have ever missed it, uh, unless I am on I am on travel. Otherwise, I never missed it. Yep, you're the fourth founder who's busted the myth. Yay! I mean, yes, you gotta <laughs> like sleep. It's important. I mean, it's not about like working. Uh, you know, hard. I mean, it it is required. Some days require you to work, but it's not yeah. a lifestyle choice. Yes. Yep. And hey, what's your mantra of life, or what keeps you, you know, happy and going? I mean. Yeah. So, uh, see, I I think that happiness is a myth. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a little overhyped. It, it it works like a dopamine that as soon as you are happy, you you are seeking more. So there is no end point of happiness. So I generally try to keep keep a balance rather than seeking happiness. So because. Yeah, I mean, there will be sorrows, there will be happiness, but how do you keep the balance? Uh, that is right. what I generally follow here. Yeah. Okay, that's that's really nice. So we come to our last question, which is going back in time, Manoj. You know, what's something that you wish you knew when you were twenty years old? Yeah, so great question. Uh, see, I I have been following a lot of uh, yoga and spirituality for the last. Uh, I would say twelve years now. Okay. Uh, I was lucky to have a my my roommate uh, during my MBA days at IIM. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he was he was into yoga and spirituality, and then I started taking lot of interest from that. And then I also have been following couple of uh, great guys in this space. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I think if I knew these kind of things like the body and mind and soul and the how how these things work together and what is the meaning of meaning and purpose of life maybe when i was 20 uh, i could have maybe done slightly better in my for my own self uh, than i i could have done yeah these are these are tough things to know at that age yep and But, it's, yeah it's not appealing also by the way when you're 20 <laughs> these are things that they don't appeal as you, as you age i think self actualization takes over and You really want to now like do something worthwhile? Right? So I do. Yeah, I mean, maybe also your education system because uh, if you are if you are getting that that kind of an education which tells you about these things, I I think you can get it early. Absolutely, I think for me through the whole uh, you know um, this whole process of actually like asking questions and learning from you, I think what stood out most was the word health. I mean, if I had to like uh, you know sum it up because. another day i think that's there in you and i i definitely see it, it resonates with me uh you know even though you gave me those five words and you, it's your favorite word but i think it's also my favorite word because i un- honestly believe that when you help somebody uh, you pass a legacy because end of the day there's a part of you that you are actually sharing with somebody and even if something doesn't come back it doesn't really matter because end of the day it connects the dots in in a in a way that we don't see uh but somehow it it makes this world better you know in in so many possible ways and it creates unlimited possibilities so i think it, it resonated very deeply with me and I, i do see that you're taking the same mission with your product uh and your other co-founders you know making this you know possible in, in larger ways it's really lovely chatting with you manoj um you know happy to have known you i know through this conversation uh looking forward to staying in touch thanks so much for joining me today 
Thanks, Joseph. Have a good night's sleep. Hey, thank you so much. Looking forward as well. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning into the SaaS Universe podcast. And remember, if you're looking for non-dilutive capital to help grow your business, Efficient Capital Labs is here to help. With their unique approach, you can receive up to 75% of your projected revenue as upfront capital and all within just 3 days. So don't wait. Head to www.ecaplabs.com to learn more and get started today. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on the show.